All right, everybody, welcome in to Load the Box Vikings. Tonight's episode titled, Happy Thanksgiving, New England, because our Minnesota Vikings are taking on the New England Patriots tomorrow night uh, in what will either be one of two things, either a perfect uh, bow on a nice Thanksgiving, hopefully, for everybody, uh, or a depressing end to a, a bloated, you know, terrible political filled holiday of, of awfulness, depending on how you look at it. So I personally am a Thanksgiving fan. Uh, and in the spirit of family, uh, we have a guest on Load the Box tonight. So I'm going to pass it over to Will and, uh, and you know, let him introduce everybody. Awesome. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah, big shout out today. My little brother, Danny, is on the show with us tonight. Um, earlier in the in the season, I pointed out that he was the uh, the architect of the Bad Loser blog merch. Um, and you see it here. We're both rocking the shirts. He's got the hat. Um, Danny, thanks for joining the show tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no, absolutely. Awesome. Well, I mean, absolutely ecstatic. So uh, I do want to ask because, you know, like it's just that we were not going in like – you know, with, with no knowledge or anything. Danny, um, how long have you been a Vikings fan? What's your most depressing memory as a Vikings fan? Uh, and then what's your happiest memory as a Vikings fan? Let's, let's get both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, um, I'd say the worst one would probably be against the Seattle Seahawks when Blair Walsh missed the field goal to end the game. That's a classic one. Yeah, yeah. and then my favorite would probably be just the Minneapolis Miracle Absolutely. I think those, I think those are solid ones. I think those are very solid ones. My, uh, I think my worst memory is the Oh nine, the, the, you know, butt foul thrown across the body that, that was, I was in the sixth grade when that happened and I sat in my bathroom and cried and my mom said I didn't have to go to school the next day. So that was, that was pretty nice. I got a day off of school because the Vikings lost and that set a precedent that still lives on to this day. Um, so, all right. I just got to slip in there. Just Absolutely. I think my mom, my mom might be listening in the other room over here. There's no way that Monica Goodwin would have allowed me to skip school if I was sad about the Vikings. <laughs> I would have been more incentive to make me go to school the next day. So <laughs> you're a lucky man, Jordan. Yeah, no, I I am very grateful. Um, it's actually kind of funny the that well, you know, we bring up the Minneapolis miracle. Um, I had the, a similar reaction to the butt foul interception that I did to the 38 to seven in 2017, but I was very mm-hmm. different ages. Um, I sat, it was yeah. mine and my wife's first apartment we ever lived in. And I sat in the bathroom and cried and I was like, oh, I thought this was our year. <laughs> like, so uh, this team will take your, take your little heart right out of your chest and, and really pummel it into the ground. All right. Enough with the sad sack stuff. We didn't really do any of that on Monday. We're not going to start doing it now. We're going to talk about this game that we got. The Vikings hopefully going to do a quick turnaround after a not not so great uh, uh, Sunday game against the Dallas Cowboys. It's in the past. It's behind us. Throw the tape in the trash can. Let's get moving on. Uh, let's pass it over to you two. Let's have you guys kick us off here. Uh, what what are you looking forward to in this game? Let's let's get the positive energy flowing quick here. What what do you think is going to go correct and what's going to bounce the Vikings way in this one? Yeah, I can I can kick us off here. I think the first thing that I'm looking forward to is simply just the offense getting a chance to amend for the anemic performance on Sunday. Um, I think the defense, I mean, just quickly on the defense, I think they'll be able to 
slow down the Patriots, just frankly, because the Patriots' strength is their run game. The Vikings' strength on defense is our run defense. And so I'm not too worried about the Patriots being able to really move the ball and score a bunch of points on us. Um, but then on the flip side, like I said, I think the Vikings offense, another ferocious defense that we're playing on Thursday, but hopefully a little more prepared, um, a little better schemed, um, hopefully able to block some rushers a little better than they get in, again, than they did against Dallas. Um, and frankly, I'm just excited to see how our team can respond and react to what just went terribly wrong last Sunday and get the taste out of their mouth as they've been saying all week. So for me, that's what's exciting. Danny, I know um, I know we've been talking a little bit about your maybe your concerns about the Patriots defense, but what about the Vikings excites you for, for Thursday night, tomorrow night? Yeah, um, yeah, kind of just like getting back on track, hopefully, tomorrow night after such a rough performance on last Sunday. Like, yeah. and just have – yeah, Kirk didn't have much of a chance to do much, so hopefully – Turns out better tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I, I think the offensive line is going to have to step up, but I think that that's really like, I, I don't know. It's, a, it's such a, it's, it's like Jekyll and Hyde with Coke. Like if you give him time, he really does. Like he just plays so well. But the second you, you don't, and especially with that, I mean, Dallas was the extreme end of the spectrum, I think. Like, and New England's defense can bring that kind of pressure. I think that, you know, we have to find a way to do it. Uh, if you ask my dad, who's a big, you know, 1980s football fan, you know, that kind of kind of a style, he's going to tell you to put seven offensive linemen in the game and, you know, have one wide receiver and a running back out there and find a way to make it work because you have to have time. So, um, you know, I, I think that that's, that's – I, I like that theme of, like, let's get back on track. I think that's what's going to fit this game most. Um, and we'll, we'll get into like skull predictions and, and everything like that, but that's going to be a little later in the show. I think that for me to get back on track and I say this every week, we need Justin Jefferson to have a big game and we need Justin Jefferson to, to ball out. And in order for that to happen, the offensive line is obviously going to have to hold up and, and cousins is going to have to be on. But I think that he's been on more than he's been off. And I think that O'Connell and this coaching staff, they're going to look inward with the limited amount of time that they've had this week. And I, I do think that they're going to find a way to really get this passing game to be effective. Um, not to mention, I think that they may shock some people with the amount of times Dalvin Cook touches the ball. Um, and I think that's just going to open everything up. And um, I don't know. I, I think I have high hopes for this game. I don't, I obviously those negatives been the, and we'll get into those, but I'm not, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to, it's Thanksgiving guy. I mean, like, let's go. Like, <laughs> let, let, nobody has to work tomorrow. Like let's, let's get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think something that, you know, you mentioned Justin Jefferson, getting him the ball. Um, something that, you know, I've, I've been thinking about is obviously Bill Belichick is a fantastic defensive coach. He's borderline genius when it comes to scheming to shut down the best player or players of the opposing offense. And you can you can bet your dollars that you know Justin Jefferson is going to have people hounding him all game, and I think I'm curious to see how O'Connell is able to basically scheme open Justin Jefferson, get him some creative touches, get him some jet sweeps, um, some things out of the backfield, get him different looks to make sure that he gets the ball when he can. Um, I'm really curious to see what we do because obviously. Um, New England's going to come with a plan. So yeah. I'm curious to see how, how that plays out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, um, I, 
Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, um, Danny, what, what about the, the Patriots defense maybe concerns you the most going into this game? Cause obviously, you know, we know, we know they've got a good defense, but you know, maybe what's a player or a couple players that you think maybe could really, you know, wreck some havoc against the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, they just got a great pass rush and yeah, you know, uh, Matthew Juden and uh, Marcus Jones. You got Vikings. Got to be aware of them. So yeah, yeah. I think Judon for sure. Like I, uh, I wrote a piece about just kind of the concerns that I have. You know, going into this game earlier this week, and the biggest thing was the pass rush. And Judon leads the NFL in sacks, like you mentioned. And um, <laughs> there's really no rest. You know, we go from Micah Parsons to Matthew Judon. So it's uh, it's another big test, especially for an offensive line without. Christian Darisaw this week. I think that's the biggest knock against this O-line too, is that it's that Darisaw isn't going to be able to go. And I mean, really it, like looking back, it, it ha it's been, this is a brutal month of football that the Vikings are going to be playing because it's Von Millo and Buffalo. And then it's Dallas. And now, you know, with Micah Parsons, and now it's Matthew Judon and the Patriots defense. Um, and arguably funny enough, I would, I, I, for some reason, it seems like the Patriots of late never seem like the most talented roster. It's, it really does feel like they just have such a good scheme and like everyone plays their pout in the scheme so well that they, they are able to dominate that. So I want to ask Danny, what's your confidence level in O'Connell? You know, it, it's his first year calling plays. It's his, it's, he's been doing game plans and stuff with Los Angeles, but what's your confidence level in the new coach going up against, I mean, Bill Belichick, who he's seen everything that there is to see in this league, right? I mean, greatest coach of all time. And I don't think there's much debate to it. Like what, what's your confidence level? Like one to 10. Yeah. Uh, I'd say, like for this game, yeah, specifically for the offense. Like I, you know, like I, maybe not the defense because you know Ed Donatel's not a good defensive coordinator. I, I think we can say, but um, for Kevin O'Connell on the offensive side, like going up against Bill Belichick and his vaunted defense. Yeah, I'd maybe give him like a six or a seven, probably out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they got a great defense, but O'Connell's been doing great and schemes have been doing well. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I have confidence. I think I think six or seven is about where I, I land on it too. I'm not. I want to be a, a nine. Like it, you know, in in my little hout, um, I'm a nine. I'm a ten. I'm saying, oh yeah, Vikings versus the world. We can beat anybody. Blah blah blah. But there is something about New England and, and prime time and just everything. Kind of seems like the styles are kind of lining against us to go on a two game losing streak here. Will what? What do the what 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 happens in this game that the Vikings do go on a two game losing streak? Let's let's break into the negatives. Yeah, I mean, I can even I can even just get into my score prediction right now because okay. I um preseason I picked the Vikings to lose this game. This was a game that I circled as just a red flag. Um, largely, it's just Belichick on a short week. <laughs> it's uh it's not my favorite, and I one of my co-workers the other day actually said like well yeah would you rather have him on a short week or give him a full week to prepare and frankly I'd rather give him a full week to prepare because that gives me more time to prepare too <laughs> and the thing with Belichick is in his career as the Patriots coach he's 14 and 4 on Thursdays 
So that's, you know, I didn't do the math, but it's, you know, roughly 77% or something in there. And so he's a, he's a great coach on a short week. And that's just a big concern that I have. Um, You know, Kevin O'Connell has shown that he can coach clearly, um, but he's a rookie head coach. Um, Bill Belichick might be twice his age. Like it's Bill Belichick has seen more football than Kevin O'Connell um, has lived. So it's just, there's, there's a lot of concerns just with the coaching mismatch, I think. And um, I think the other piece is just that I'm concerned about the offensive line and going against new England's pass rush. It's just Judon is obviously great, but also you put the rest of their team up there. It's a full team effort from the line to the linebackers and they put pressure on the quarterback at an elite rate. Um, they're second in the NFL in sacks they're just they're one of the best defensive fronts um in the league like them in dallas are kind of one and two and everything and yeah. we obviously saw what dallas did to us last week so that's just a massive red flag for me i think the patriots are going to win this game um i think it'll be close i think the vikings offense will put up more of a fight than they did on sunday um i have it being a low scoring slugfest. i think it'll be 1916 new england bunch of field goals um so that's that's kind of that's my prediction. That's my those are my main yeah, yeah, yeah. concerns. Um, yeah. How about you? Where where do, where do you see kind of like your maybe your red flags in this game? So this is the first time all season that you have sent me like a score prediction, and I've been like, okay, thank you, and then I didn't give you one back because I really didn't know until I was talking <laughs> to my dad on the phone earlier, and just like the more we started talking, the more we started like because me and my dad were just the kinds of people we yell. We're, we're big, we're loud, we're obnoxious. And so we start like yelling at each other over the phone. And like, it's not like a heated conversation. We're just passionate, right? Because we both love this team. And so as we're yelling, I, the emotion took control. And I decided my pick for this game is the Vikings 27 to 10. And I think that all of the coaching yeah. advantage can almost be thrown out of the window. I looked it up, by the way. Do you know how old Kevin mm-hmm. O'Connell is, like off the top of your head? I think he's 36. Uh, 36 or 37, okay, yeah. Okay, so he is, we, are, we are about two years away because Belichick is 70. So we are almost <laughs> right on the cusp of, of uh, exactly you know half his age. But all of it can go out the window because the Vikings got beat so badly on, on Sunday. Like I, I really do think that if we lose to Dallas by a field goal, or if we beat Dallas – we are losing this game every time. Like I just, I think that that this is a this is like you said, it's a red flag game. But with the embarrassing loss, I think the defense is going to come out. The run defense is going to know that they got pushed around and they got bullied, so they're going to have a fire lit under them. The offensive line got pushed around and got bullied, so they're going to have that fire under them. And then Cousins is actually going to have more than you know what, two and a half seconds to throw the ball. That actually is probably way too high of a time. He's going to have more than one second to get rid of the ball. So he's (laughs) going to feel like he has all day to just sit back and pick this defensive power. I'm I'm really feeling the Vikings in this one, and I'm picking them to win by three possessions. And this is the game where everybody, everybody's been wanting the blowout. Everybody's been wanting the, uh, you know, the, the statement win, if you will, because the only one we have is, is what it's Green Bay and Buffalo and Buffalo was kind of a miracle. So this is it. This is the game. It's a Thanksgiving miracle. Get the turkey legs, get the toe duck in the toe duck chicken, whatever, you know, uh, John Madden used to talk about back in like the nineties. This is going to be a great day for Vikings fans. Danny, 
Are you more with Will or are you are you are you coming over to my side? Are you going to join the pessimist or the optimist here? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to join the optimist here. Uh, Let's go. I think, I think it's going to be a close one. Um, it's going to be like I have the Vikings winning 20 to 13 in this one. I think it's going to be close one. Yeah, at the end, 13 13, and another uh, game winning drive by Kirk Cousins. Heck yeah, clutch that's, Cousins. That's a solid- Solid prediction, especially considering that Kirk does that, you know, seemingly every other game. So yeah, oh it's, yeah, uh, he didn't he didn't have one last week. He had the one the week before, so he's kind of due for one. Yeah, he didn't uh, have one last week, so I think he's actually due for two this week. So yes. I don't know. I think that means that we might be in for some late quarter, late fourth quarter dramatic. So it might be six six going into the fourth quarter, <laughs> and New England skulls, and then Cousins goes down, gets it, and then New England skulls again, and we're like, well, it's time to time to go win, like and again. Who else do you want under center but the clutch king himself? I mean, you know, he's he's just that good. Um, I just need to need to point out to Jordan, you know, you're normally the pessimist on this show. Absolutely. And the one time this season that I have been the pessimist was the Buffalo game. And you picked the Vikings to blow out the Bills. Now, they didn't blow them out, but they did win. They did. I picked the I picked the Bills to win by two scores. And so hopefully this is a good omen for when I pick the Vikings to lose, they win. Let's just let's just hope that that's a whole. So we also, unfortunately, if if we're going to look back at history, unfortunately, we do have you being a pessimist about the Eagles and me being an optimist, and that game did sure. not go our way. So yeah. um, we'll see. We'll see which way this is going to be. Some type of if we tie, then we know that you know there's there's no data here. There's nothing to gather. This is all just just nonsense being spewed onto the internet. Um, but I, I do I don't know I. I it feels like the Vikings are due for like for a big one. It will, like it just does. Like we had that, we had a really nice, fun, exciting time in Week One, and since then every game has been, I mean, a heart attack wrapped into half hours on a Sunday, and it's been it's been it, it's been fun because we're winning. But I mean, I can't take much more of this. I I am an yeah. obese man. I, you know, like I, my, my heart works extra hard to pump blood through me. Like this is not good for me at all. And, you know, I got a wife, I got, I want to start a fan. I got, I got plans after the 2022 season. So let's try and get some easy wins under our belts here. So let's talk about game balls. Um, yeah. Well, I think you're going to have to take kind of the, I hope I'm wrong. This guy have a good game approach, which is always the worst to have to take. I'll, I'll just kick us off very quick here. So that way you guys can both go. And then I can just, I can get us out of here and, and give us a send off. Um, wait, oh, I'm sorry. I meant to text you this. Is it cool if I do the send off tonight? Sweet. Okay. Just yeah. wanted to make sure. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give my game ball, which you said I have defense, correct? You do have defense. Yes. So I'm giving my game ball to Andrew Booth Jr., who I hope. Uh, he's, he, he got ruled out. Oh, he's he got ruled playing. out? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, he's no. out and Evans is out. Yeah, dude, we're, we're down to either Duke Shelley or Chris Boyd across from Patrick Peterson. So I'm giving it to, okay. Yeah. So, like, I feel like Chris Boyd should get that stout. I'm not going to pick him, but I feel like Chris Boyd is like, he's not great, 
but he has experience, and that's that's a plus. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna give it to Harrison Smith then, because I'm gonna trust that Mac Jones gets an errant ball or two, or gets one tipped at the line, and Harrison Smith is right there in the right place at the right time. And I'm gonna say this is the game that he takes one, dives into the end zone, gets the touchdown, and the whole Vikings defense gets to do the get you know they're doing the waddle and they're doing the video games, and they get to do all their celebrations uh, as the Vikings gallop into their beautiful victory. Um, and we can finally. Sell up, you know, we can just we could put all this to rest. We lost, counts as one loss. Let's get in the win column. Let's move on. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, with Harry the Hitman to get my game ball on this one. What about the two of you? You want to go for it or you want me to go? Yeah, I can go for it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it to Justin Jefferson. You know, he had kind of a quiet performance last week, you know, not a lot of action, and especially in the second half. So I think Kirk's Kirk in the offense gonna get him more involved and yeah i'm giving the game ball to justin jefferson my so fantasy team really helped. go ahead oh, i just do you think he's gonna get into the end zone yeah i think you'll have at least one in the end zone sweet my fantasy team certainly hope so because he had six points <laughs> for me last week i still won but like six points from justin jefferson that's terrible well where are you at yeah i got delvin cook um i think so last week he was he was good in the uh 11 carries that he got um, my friend Chad and I, I think I've talked about Chad on the show a couple of times, big Vikings fan. Um, we were watching the game together on Sunday and he was just like banging his head against the wall that we stopped running the ball so soon and kind of, you know, resorted to dropping back and getting sacked. And, um, because when Delvin t- touched the ball, he was explosive, yeah. um, 11 carries for 72 yards or something. And now the Patriots defensive front in terms of stopping the run is not as bad as Dallas's. But the Vikings are going to have to have success on the ground in this game in order to win just because of the eliteness of the Patriots past defense. So they're going to have to establish the run, at least make the Patriots respect it so that they can pass the ball. So I think Dalvin's going to have a big game similar to his Steelers Thursday night football game last year. Also wearing the primetime purple jerseys, which they're wearing tomorrow. So I think it's going to be a similar sort of Delvin takeover game. Um, one, let me say two touchdowns just to be bold. Um, and actually, I can't say that because I said they only going to get 16 points. He'll get a touchdown. Um, hey, if you, Cook, if you really want to make a bold prediction, it's a blowout and we go for two both times. Or like Greg Joseph gets tough toe or something like that. And then we have sure. to get, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> Either way, Dalvin's going to have a big game, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I really like it. Um, Really quickly, before I do start with the outro and everything, um, one, I want to thank Danny for joining us. You've been wonderful. You've been a great guest of the show. You can now, by the way, you can tell everybody, put it on your resume, uh, you are a guest on a show which puts you in the same territory as uh, NFL backup quarterback Zach Wilson, who was once a guest on the show. Good job. Um, I, uh, I don't know if you guys. Is Zach Wilson even an NFL quarterback anymore? He is. He, I, I said backup. I said backup. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. We will. We missed on that one big time. But um, you know, that's that's. I still think that's good company to have your name. You know, involved. Oh with. yeah. Um, it, you know, just just make like a fraction of what he makes a year, and you will be set for life. But um. Let's see. Uh, let's make sure that you guys get your final thoughts out really quickly, uh, just to make sure that you guys don't, you know, leave anything on the table. Sweet. Yeah. My my final thought here. I think. Um, gosh. I think. I think. I just need to go with. Um, 
again, I've talked about this a million times, but I think you mentioned sort of the silver lining here, Jordan, with this, you know, getting blown out on, on Sunday, there's sort of this, you know, we need to make some revenge for ourselves and make it up to ourselves and something. And I, I watched all the, all the press conferences from the team this week and Kirk was, was grinning on his press conference on Tuesday, which some may say, why is he so happy? They got blown out. I think what it says to me is this team has belief. This team has charisma. This team has fun. Um, they hold themselves accountable. You know, Justin Jefferson called it embarrassing. Um, <clears throat> Adam Thielen said that can never happen again. So like they're, they're holding themselves accountable, but then you see the quarterback acting like there's no care in the world and he's just going to work and, you know, putting in the work to grind and get ready for this game. It's just clear that this team has the right, their head is screwed on straight. Their coach is leading them in a good direction and it just can't, help but give me hope for this game and also for the rest of the season the rest of the league has counted the vikings out at this point um many are counting that loss to dallas as the biggest indictment and their season is a fraud and it's over and it doesn't matter what they've done so far i don't think so i think i think this team is too well coached and too well directioned if that's a word and i think win or lose this week i think we're going to see a lot of positive things so i'm ecstatic i'm excited um for tomorrow night, you know, have some turkey in the belly, watch hopefully an exciting football game. Um, that's what I got. Um, just excited to see what this team continues to do. Danny, I think you you have some uh, some fun tidbits that you know you you uh, surprised me with earlier today. Right, Use some stats on on the on the Patriots with Thanksgiving games. Yeah, so the Patriots in their Thanksgiving game so far, they're three and two, and the last game they had was like the against the Jets on t- in 2012 with the popular, famous butt fumble. <laughs> so great memories there. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Mark Sanchez is uh, is writhing in pain on the ground somewhere. Is that really um, the last time that they played on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah, that, they beat the – that's they beat nuts. the Jets 49 to 19. That's, that's absolutely <laughs> nuts to me that that – I, I'm sorry. I'm, that's too much dead air time now, and I'm going silent because I am shocked that they. That's it. Like this team won six Super Bowls, and they're not getting an every Thanksgiving Day game. Like it seems like there needs to be some new traditions set. But I guess now you know they're they're not really the same old Patriots. So I guess that's it. Um, Danny, do you have any other final thoughts that you want to say before uh, before I get us out of here? Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think the Vikings are going to come out with great energy on Sunday or on Thursday, excuse me. And yeah, hopefully our offense can just go back to its great ways and come out with the victory. Absolutely. No, I I I think that that's I think that's the sentiment. I think Danny is a very good representation of all Vikings fans. It's like kind of very cautiously optimistic, right? It's like, yeah, well we should win. We should be fine. And um, we've all been there. Well, we should be fine. Quickly turns into a, a spiral. 
of panic and shame and nobody wants to wear their jerseys to walk anymore and blah, blah, blah. But that's actually kind of where I wanted to go with this. Uh, the reason I wanted to give my, my final thoughts, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the entire year because I love getting to see family. I love getting to see my wife's family um, on like both sides because our parents are split up. So we go to like two Thanksgivings for her. We go to my family Thanksgiving. And so remember, win, lose, or draw for the Vikings tomorrow. Enjoy time. Uh, with your family, enjoy, you know, enjoy time with your loved ones. It might not even be blood family members, but you know, everybody's got their, their group, right? So make sure that you reach out to your loved ones. You reached out to, to your group, your people, and you know, you, you tell them you love them. You give them a hug if, if possible. And you just, you just enjoy it because it's just a great time of year. You know, it's a little chilly. It's a little, you can still wear a t-shirt, but it, I, I would recommend, you know, not, but you can wear a t-shirt if you want to. You can, you can go over, you watch football, you get full, you get sleepy, you drink a couple brewskis, you, you crack them back and, and, and you know, you watch the Vikings blow out New England on national TV and, all the Vikings fans gets to come out and start screaming about how, you know, hey, maybe Kirk Cousins doesn't need to play at noon. Maybe we should play on uh, Thursday nights more often. So I'm excited. I know you two are excited. It's going to be a great Thanksgiving, uh, regardless of the Vikings. It's just a game. But because it is the best game and we root for the best team, I will remind all of you uh, that around here we say, Skull, y'all. <laughs>